in the morning show Tuesday, January 18. Toby and TJ back with you. I'm at Brown O'Haver today here in Moore, hanging out with John. This is The Ref. This show every day brought to you by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. TJ, TJ, TJ just gave me some information that is very exciting. TJ said... That we have a pair of tickets to tonight's OU Kansas men's basketball game to give away. Is that what you just told me, Teach? That's right. Courtesy of Air Free. Comfort Solutions, sponsors of uh, Sooner Sports. Way to go, Air Comfort yeah. Solutions. Way to go. Um, okay. Well, give me give me a moment here, Teach, and I got I'll, I'll trivia question this thing up. Okay. Give me a moment. Beautiful. Beautiful. Nothing better than when we give something away with one of Toby's trivia questions. Let me please say this, too. If you try to win these tickets, please be able to use them and attend the game tonight. If you're in, like, uh, Poland, Florida, we love you. We love you listening out there. Uh, California, uh, don't try to win these. That happened uh, not too long ago. Someone in another state, like, well, I can't use them. Then why are you trying to win them? Oh, boy. So some frustrations are bubbling to the surface for TJ right now. Some past <laughs> frustrations. <laughs> All right, so next segment, folks, I will throw out a trivia question. It'll be a good one, TJ. It'll have a definite sure answer it probably. <laughs> five, five choices as an answer. Now, how you, give me a little analysis on the game tonight, TJ. You're going to be in the house tonight. The Jayhawks are going to be in the house right. tonight. They are uh, ranked number seven in the country, fourteen and two on the year, three and one, and in first place in the Big Twelve. The Sooners are twelve and five, two and three now in conference play, coming off a back-to-back tough road losses, overtime down in Fort Worth. So uh, break it down for me, Teach. What's going to happen tonight? What needs to happen tonight? Uh, what needs to happen tonight is Tanner Groves needs to be Tanner Groves. He needs to shake out of this yep. uh, funk that he's been in the last couple of games and, That's and right. play at a much higher level. If he does that, I think the team plays well, will be competitive. Kansas is the better team here, but going on the road in this conference, uh, hopefully it's a tough environment. Hopefully OU uh, kind of shakes off what they've been uh, this past week and plays much better and gives them a fight, and I think OU can win the game. If you're asking me who I would pick, I'd probably favor Kansas slightly, 
But I think if oh, Tanner yeah. Groves is right, uh, Oklahoma can win this game and will be in this game to win it. We were going to uh, see if I can find the spread here. Remember yesterday we were talking. Oh, Give me right. your, your guess was seven? I said seven yesterday. Hey, by the way, we got four o'clock basketball today. Baylor and West Virginia play at four, four o'clock. o'clock this afternoon. On a yeah, Tuesday? In Morgantown. Yes. Well, that's weird. Uh, Baylor, two-game losing streak on the road in Morgantown at four o'clock this afternoon. Let's see here, Tej. Here it is. Here it is. Uh, three and a half is the spread for KU. Ooh, much lower. Than I was I closer thought. than you yeah, were. Yeah, you were. I like what you had to say there, Tej, and that's pretty rare. But I like what you had to say right there. Uh, I think Tanner is a pivotal figure tonight. I'm hoping that seeing those Kansas uniforms, the Groves brothers, you know, just light up. Have them a night, yeah. Like, positive memories come flooding back to them from the NCAA tournament. Um, so we'll see. He's had a He had a tough week on the road. Uh, he's got to have to deal with David McCormick tonight. And uh, that's a lot. David McCormick is a big old dude. 6'10", 6'11", 250 pounds. It'll be interesting to see whether they give Tanner help or they let him play McCormick one-on-one in the post. Last year, uh, there was a lot of double-teaming that took place. Porter Moser said no Ethan Shagwa again tonight. So that means that I think we'll see a lot of Jalen Hill who will be significantly outsized if they have to play him at the five if Groves needs a break. Or Assange is going to have to give him some big minutes tonight, you know? I mean, even if it's just giving up five fouls, he's going to have to not be a liability when he's on the court. Their only two options are when Tanner needs a break, Assange comes in and... You know, he's going to have to, like I said, not be a liability. Or you go small. And the small lineup is with Jalen Hill at the five, and you're massively outsized then by Kansas, which maybe works. Maybe you force them into a different style of game than they want to play. But uh, no Shagwa hurts. It hurt on Saturday, and it'll hurt again tonight. I don't think this is a long-term thing, by the way. I think... You know, it's a couple of games, maybe three that he'll be out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they've disclosed his injury, so I I won't until I know that for sure. But I don't think it's a – he hadn't torn an ACL or anything like that here. So I think he'll be back eventually. But No, you're right. Tanner's going to have to play well. you got to shoot the ball well. They, they haven't shot the three ball well the last couple of games terribly against Texas and – slightly better against TCU. So they're going to have to have a night where they shoot the three well. And then the thing about Kansas is always the runs. Um, Man, I hate when they have the runs. You know how that is, Teach. Whether it's in uh, Lawrence or here, and no team in this conference is more capable of putting an 8-0, 10-0, 12-0 run on you, than Kansas, and you could be up or you could be in a close game, and then you blink and you're down 15. And you you got to prevent the runouts. you got to prevent the live ball turnovers that lead to fast breaks. 
make them work in uh, make them work in the half court. And, and we'll see. Their talent are really good. I mean, this Abaji is having a National Player of the Year type season. Uh, Christian Bronze having a great year. McCormick is a legit five back to the basket guy. Wilson and Harris are really good role players for them. I mean, it's a it's a Kansas lineup. It's really really talented. So Sooners need to have a special night, and hopefully, hopefully they uh, get back in front of the home crowd, and that gives them some good feels tonight. You know, mm-hmm. student section back, and uh, they get to get to feeling the love a little bit, and maybe they can play well. Will there be? Because it would be a valuable win. A yeah. Jackson Dart Dylan Gabriel appearance in the student section tonight. The duo rolls out together. I guess Trig would be in there as well then at that point. The trio rolls out at some point and joins uh, the student section. I'm going to say doubtful, but but we have not had the Brent Venables in Ooh, front yeah, of the OU true. basketball that crowd yet. That is true, yeah. Maybe tonight's the night for that. You know, we were in Fort Worth Saturday, and they rolled out uh, 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 Dykes. Uh, Skip, no, not, uh, no, help, help me out. Skip Holtz. Uh, what's uh, Dykes' first name? Sonny. Sonny Dykes. They rolled out Sonny Dykes <laughs> at halftime. That got a little dicey there for a while, didn't it, Teach? <laughs> yeah. They rolled out Sonny Dykes at halftime. <laughs> And, you know, the crowd went crazy, new football coach, he addressed the crowd, all that kind of stuff. That's kind of normal. We're a month into the Brent Venables era uh, here, and and he has not made his football appearance, or his basketball game appearance yet. So tonight would make all the sense in the world, right? Brent Venables comes out first media timeout or at halftime or whatever, and the crowd goes crazy. Top dogs performing suddenly rips his head off, and it's Brent Venables. Oh, that'd yeah, be wonderful. There we go. No, you may wonderful. be right. I hadn't thought about Brent not being uh, recognized yet at a basketball game. This would this would be a good night for that. Yeah. Well, they need it. They need they need it for a variety of reasons. I mean, you got to defend the home floor. You know, a net one uh, or a quad one win is valuable. Got to stop the slide here a little bit. All those different reasons. So. Should be fun tonight, 6 o'clock. But, yeah, you've got four games today in the Big 12, and the first one's at 4 o'clock this afternoon. And it's a good one, too. Baylor and West Virginia, 7.30, you got K-State at Texas. And then 8 o'clock tonight, another good one. Iowa State at Texas Tech tonight at uh, 8 p.m. The Cowboys play tomorrow, by the way, OSU back home against uh, TCU. Iron Privates for the Cowboys! Uh, we'll see. I don't know if they're going to bring those or not, but maybe they left them in Waco. But at the, they will play TCU tomorrow night at 7. Iron Privates for the Cowboys! Uh, Thank we're goodness at my mic was just not on. Oh, excuse me. I what, may have what? a concussion. What oh. happened? I was sitting in the chair in studio, and the back of the chair just completely snapped off. I fell headfirst on the floor and had my foot not caught under the counter somehow my ankles all scratched up now i would have hit much harder you fell to the ground i fell back backwards i was just sitting in a chair regularly and the whole back side of this chair just snapped off on me and i fell head first on my head onto this floor that Holy hurts. Cow. Are you okay? Yeah, I think I'm all right. That hurts. Are you bleeding head. anywhere? No, I'm not bleeding. 
but my foot caught underneath the counter and like really both legs uh dude, i just want to let you know in case i say something stupid may have a concussion you may are you in protocol right now are you <laughs> maybe, in concussion I, protocol i may have right to now. go to the injury tent i'll be back <laughs> one oh, more basketball nugget before we go to break as, as you gather yourself um the new rankings came out yesterday teach and uh, uh, Auburn was expected to be the new number one, but they were not. Did you did you see this story? I saw the rankings. I didn't see a a story associated at all. Auburn think. had eleven more first place votes than Gonzaga, but are ranked number two because one AP voter voted them ninth. 50, 59 out of the 60 AP voters rated Auburn at least in the top four, and they had more first place. But one voter voted them ninth, Jesse Newell from the Kansas City Star, voted him ninth in the country. And because of that, Auburn is number two behind Gonzaga. And, TJ, as you can imagine, they are handling it quite well down at Auburn. They were expecting to be the new number one. They had two huge road wins last week. Jesse Newell actually moved them down in his poll this week after their two big road wins and uh, kept them from being the new number one team in the country. And he is getting absolutely lit up on uh, his Twitter account by uh, Auburn basketball fans. Apparently, he's done this to Auburn before. (laughs) Last year, he ranked them outside the top 25, and they were number 11 in the country. Or something about Auburn that Jesse Newell doesn't like. <laughs> doesn't like from it. From the Kansas City Star. And they are crushing him on uh, Twitter. He's he's come out and written in the paper, I guess, an explanation of his vote, trying to justify his vote. Auburn, by the way, is like 16-1 and one on the year. And uh, really good. I, I wish, I hope that they're number one when we go down there. I don't want them angry and trying to prove anything when the Sooners come to town, you know. Hopefully they get moved into the top spot before next week. So uh, it'll be a road game at number one when we go down there. But uh, anyway, Jesse Newell of the Kansas City Star, who probably will be in Norman Typical Kansas he's fan. A, <laughs> he's a KU beat writer. He might be listening to the show right now. He's probably in town. Uh, Jesse Newell has angered all of War Eagle Nation down there. All right, we'll take a timeout. Live at Brown O'Haver, we will visit with John next. Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby Exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Welcome back. Toby and TJ back with you. RK Blatt brings you this hour. Been in business since 1952. Leading provider of office technology solutions to small and medium-sized businesses in Oklahoma and Kansas. Copiers, faxes, printers, scanners, document management, they do it all. Give them a call. 405-943-9800 or visit them online at rkblack.com. 
come up with a uh, trivia you okay question. There? No, I think I do. Like I, my bell's rung, man. Like <laughs> <laughs> your world's been rocked. My my one foot, my toes are killing me because they caught the lip of the counter. And that's really what kept me from, I think, not being able to continue the show and ending up in the hospital is the way my foot caught. There's like a black mark straight across the toe of my shoes, and then the other ankle <laughs> is all scraped up and busted, and my head is like, I'm a bit dizzy. I'm a bit loopy You're the right first now. person ever to suffer a concussion <laughs> running a radio of, board. I made fun of all the uh, middle-aged guys, like all excited <laughs> over Schmitty's workouts. And then I fall yeah. backwards and a chair busts on me in studio and I end up with a concussion during the middle of the show. Is the chair completely gone? The whole backside Is it busted broken, off. broken? Now, I think this was a setup because like the little piece that uh, screws in to hold the back piece on, I just, I realized it's laying over here on the counter as if someone removed it or it fell off and they didn't put it back so the back of the chair was not secured, if that makes sense. Uh, is somebody definitely booby trapped you? That's what you're telling me. Trying to take me, me out. <laughs> trying to take me out. Go ahead and read a couple of texts. <laughs> then I got a trivia question. Then I got John for two segments coming up here. All right. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Who's going to bring you the uh, tickets here in a second? Uh, good morning, y'all. Hoosiers, one morning. of the best sports movies of all time. Jeremy and Harlan in Texas. Thank you, Jeremy. Uh, this one says. This one goes back to our uh, uh, Yellowstone discussion. It's it's Jim, not Jimmy. No, it's Jimmy. Jimmy. Now, Travis may refer to him as Jim at times, but it's Jimmy. Um, yeah, it's definitely Jimmy. Yeah, it's definitely Jimmy. I got the wrong button push. There you go. For sure, Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah, 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 definitely Jimmy. Jimmy. Absolutely. Yeah. If Big 12 – yeah, go ahead. Well – I don't want to give away. Toby hasn't made it. To I'm this only point three seconds. I don't want to. Uh, yeah, no, go yeah. ahead. Go. I don't want to give any Jimmy Jimmy scoop away yet. Uh, Big Twelve has no future TV contract. We are already spending future earnings. We have to leave. Well, uh, uh, we are spending. I see what he's saying there. Future earnings because you would make more per year in the SEC, but you've got the eighty million to counteract that. So. You, you're not making enough to cover the $80 million to that you could leave now. It would still be a deficit, a significant deficit at this point. Uh, this only three years left here. This texter has a good reasoning uh, for the question earlier that we were confused about. He said maybe they, that texter was referring to the scheduling question being uh, 11 a.m. kickoffs. Oh. So that, that would make okay. sense, yeah. That, that could be enough to kick Castiglione. <laughs> that may, Here's yeah. something that's going to be <laughs> that's that's never, true. That's <laughs> true. Here's something that's going to be very disappointing to Sooner fans. They play 11 a.m. games in the SEC. No, they don't. They played yeah, one the entire them, season. They played one the entire season. I looked it up. A lot, actually, a lot of them. Yeah. So they Hopefully play a lot not of them, Oklahoma, but, but their primetime game isn't. Well, not their prime, but their number one game. Their Alabama Oklahoma game is not going to be at 11 a.m. Their Alabama Oklahoma game is at 2:30 kick. It just will be. <laughs> All right. Well, you John, know what I mean? Well, you know what I'm the rules. But that's, the rules. That, that, no, that's, I, their, that's their big game. But they're losing CBS, so it's all going to be ESPN. And if ESPN wants to roll out a game day into it, they will. <sighs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> if it's all ESPN, we're all, you know what, because uh, ESPN ruins sports. I think in general we'll play a lot more primetime games in the SEC. Yes. 
All right, I got a trivia go question. Yes, you ready, ahead. Teach? Yes, please. Two tickets to tonight's OU Kansas game. Uh, in the 1988 national championship game between Oklahoma and Kansas, who was Oklahoma's leading scorer? First person, TJ, to call in with the correct answer wins the tickets. Got to call in. 405 1988 national championship game won by Kansas. Who was Oklahoma's leading scorer? You know the answer to this? John, don't say it out loud. Do you know the answer? No, I'm trying to go through the starting lineup. I mean, you've got four guys that any of those four guys that I'm thinking of could be the could be your. You know, uh-huh. I, I'm not giving the answer away. I'm just going through the lineup. Well, we'll find out soon enough because somebody will call in. Ricky Grace, Harvey Grant, Mookie Blaylock, and what, who's the big guy? Stacy King. Stacy King. Yeah. I mean, any of those guys. You got a good we'll chance. We'll find right? out which one. We'll find if out. If it's not, is it one of those? La- We're giving away tickets, John. Oh my gosh! Last uh, time we had you on, you explained to people very well. I thought he did good, Alice. Didn't you think he did good last hour explaining to people? I think he did what, okay. He does okay. Alice says he only okay. This hour, let's let's give some examples so that people fully understand of great things you've done to get people. Thousands or tens of thousands of dollars. Um, first of all, I think you're rattled by Alice's. I am a little rattled right by. It. First, I thought I explained it really well. We are Brown, Brown O'Haver. Mm-hmm. We are public insurance adjusters. We work for the insured, not the insurance company. So you might ask yourself, why would I hire a public insurance adjuster? If you want more money from your insurance claim, you would hire a public insurance adjuster. Right. If you want less money. You don't want as much money, and you want to be taking a long time Nobody to get paid. That. Nobody wants that. Then don't hire us. Does that? Does is that that? Thank you. I'm getting a thumbs up from Alice. DJ, this is going to be a fight after the show so, later tonight between John and I, Alice. I'm trying I'm to make this right as simple <laughs> as possible. If you don't want money and you don't want to get paid, do not hire us. Do not call four zero five seven three five fifty five ten. Ask to speak to a adjuster and expect to get. You got to- enough money. Expect, or you're really into long processes. If you're really into long processes, you. you love dealing with insurance companies. You love the uh, the the uh, TJ likes the fight. I mean, I guess that's who we're talking to mm-hmm. is TJ Perry and the he fight. Does, he does enjoy a fight. Uh, but other than that, if you want to get paid, call us. So we had a client whose fire started on their back patio, caused smoke damage to the interior of their home. Um, but to the lo- due to the location of the fire, smoke rose through the soffit vents into the attic. Firefighters had to inject gallons of water um but because of the point of origin it looked like a small fire and so the insurance company only paid for what was appeared to be a small fire but some of the water damage was hidden in areas that were not expected we made sure to document that and we were able to get the insured paid for the entirety of their loss an increase over the initial estimate of eighty thousand dollars So the initial estimate was... That's not a little bit. That's not a little bit. So before they hired us was $65,000. After they hired us, an additional $80,000. Jeez. So again, if you don't like getting money, if you want (laughs) to take your time, if you want to be frustrated... If you don't need $80,000. And live in a life cycle of disappointment and victim mentality, like, I don't know... (laughs) Any? <laughs> no, don't insult anyone. Right I'm now. not going to insult anybody. You're right. I, 
All Pause of you, right there. All I, of you, I want his clients. I'm going to ask for another example. Pause right there. TJ, in order, is Mike first? Mike is to first. take a shot at this? Two tickets to tonight's OU Kansas game. Mike is going to take the first crack at it. Mike, who was OU's leading scorer in the 1988 National Championship game? I'm going to say it was Dave Seeger. That's right. Mike, hey, hang on the line. You won the tickets. Dave Seeger hit right. seven three-pointers in that game and had 22 points. Uh, Mike, thank you very much. You're going tonight, right, Mike? You can use these? Yes, I'm definitely going. Thank you All right. very much. Uh, Hank, you're welcome. We're going to put you on hold. OU played six guys in the game total. The only reserve they used was Terrence Mullins, and he only played seven minutes. Seeger, Harvey, and Mookie played the entire game. Stacy got one minute rest, and Ricky Grace sat down for six minutes. That's it. I was only ten. And I remember talking to my dad before the game, and this was my first sense of OU disappointment. You know, all of us have that OU disappointment moment in our lives. And I said, Dad, is, are we going to win this game? He's like, oh, Kansas is terrible. We are so good. We've beaten them however many times we beat them. There's uh-huh. no way we lose the game. <laughs> it's impossible. And I'm like, well, and so I took my dad. I mean, like, this is amazing. This is, I'm about to see this is going to be so exciting. This is great. I mean, I lived in Texas at the time, so for an OU team to be, you know, getting, yeah. and then to lose 88-84. Crushing. Oh. The most soul-crushing loss in I, my OU fandom, football or basketball, was the 1988 National Championship. Game. I wasn't old enough yet for it to be as soul-crushing, mm-hmm. but it was the beginning of what would be some disappointments. Dave yes. Seeger, 22, Stacy King, 17, Harvey Grant, 14, Mookie Blaylock, 14, Ricky Grace, I mean, look 12. at that lineup. Yeah, greatest team to never win the championship, the 1988 Oklahoma. Well, what 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 NCAA team has the most wins in the 80s? Is it Oklahoma or Oklahoma. UNLV? Oklahoma yeah. has the most wins in the 80s. And you, you talk about UNLV, the Duke teams, North Carolina was good during that run. Houston was good during that yeah. run. TJ was a North Carolina fan back then. Oh. All right, we'll take a timeout. Stay with us, John. We want more examples when we come back. We're, congratulations to Mike. He's going to the Kansas game tonight. The OU Kansas game tonight. We're at Brown O'Haver. Back after this. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. All right, Toby and TJ back with you. I'm at Brown O'Haver today. Just gave away a couple of tickets uh, to the OU Kansas game. Sooners and Jayhawks coming up at 6 o'clock tonight. Parker Thune on with us earlier today. He says uh, 65 to 70% in his opinion that Dart and Trigg pick OU and probably today. And he says he's leaning toward Caleb Williams going to UCLA now. about that, Tyler McComas? Uh, we're hanging out with John. John, let's talk a little more Brown O'Haver. You got another example of, of some of the good things you've done for people? Well, yeah, you know what? A lot of th- times, though, we talk about in the third hour is some of our community service, yeah. community outreach. And one of the things we've done uh, for the last three years is a diaper drive at Christmas time. Um, and it's been a really good thing. And we partner with Angel Foster Families mm-hmm. Network, Angel Foster Network fam- Families Network. And it's pretty cool because it gets our community. All of our, our community of clients and vendors and partners 
involved with the give uh, the giving back. And so today we're going to be able to take over a thousand dollars worth of diapers and cash donations um, to Angel Fosters, and we're at Brown O'Haver. We're going to match that, so they're going to get over two thousand dollars in donations um, from the local community, which I think is important. Very and cool. we've done it throughout. You know. We know that we we don't exist as a company without the community around us, and so it's one of our core values to give back and to make sure that we are an active participant in the community. And you do it in a variety of ways. But it seems like every time I'm on with you, there's some other charitable aspect well, that you guys are involved so in. So what Alice tries to do is we do one service event a quarter, whether that's um, volunteering at Norman Food and Shelter whether that's doing our water, our famous, world-famous water stop at the Moor War Run, you know, whatever the case may be, we try to do one service event. And then um, just giving back uh, monetarily really is, is another thing that we pride ourselves in, that we partner with, uh, specifically with Norman Food and Shelter in Norman. They've been a, a big partner of Brown O'Haver for the last, I don't know, Alice, what, five or six years. And so it's just really important. And so we want people to know out there, we don't say that to build us up. We just say it to say we want to be involved. Yep. Um, we want to make sure that people know that we're an active part of the community and that it's really important to us. Um, we talked about it last time in a joking manner, but, yeah, we're, we, we're a loyal part of Oklahoma, and we like that part. We like the part of loyalty that Oklahoma kind of brings out in people. Very cool. Very cool. How could people contact you if they say – uh, something has happened or I know someone who something has happened to and the I best think thing, you might be able to help them out. The best thing to do is call us, 405-735-5510. Ask to speak to one of our adjusters. Um, we're here and ready to help. Uh, we, we've been busy, though, Toby. This has been a very busy month, unfortunately, for fires. Um, so we're out, we're working, but we're not too busy to talk to anybody that wants to give us a call. Uh, if you need more information, check us out on Facebook. You can see reviews. You can see success stories. You can see client stories. Um, and then if you want, you can call us. We'll give you referrals. You can call and speak to some of our past clients. Uh, anything we can do to help because this situation, went, especially when they're residential fires like they've been lately, those those are traumatic. Those go beyond the dollars and cents. I mean, I talked about that in the last, hey, if you don't want money. That, that's, I said that kind of tongue-in-cheek. Because really, it's it's more traumatic than anything else. Your yeah. family's in a situation of upheaval. Crisis. It's crisis. You just you've never experienced it. Your family's never experienced it. There's going to be, you know, some some PTSD associated with it. It's 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 not fun. And so we want to be a resource to take a lot of that burden away, remove some of that um, stress, the, the stress out of the lives of the people going through it, and get them some money. And then yeah, because. Six months later, when you're kind of over that, you need the money to rebuild. Yeah. You need the money to put it back together. You need the money to, to reset your life. And it's important for us that we get you as much as you possibly can get. I think you've redeemed yourself in the last 20 minutes or so. It well, was tense in here for a moment when I've, Alice came in. She seemed disappointed just, in you, I, even though I thought you did good last hour. I couldn't believe that she got after me for not knowing about Dave Seeger. Like, she was upset about that. Hmm. I feel like I think I've, she felt like you embarrassed the company a little bit. I felt like I've set the bar so high on knowing Oklahoma trivia that I should have known that. Like I take responsibility, but it's a good trivia question because it's, it's not the name. Because you would think Stacy King or you know the fact that it's Dave Seeger is uh, of note. It's interesting. 
I mean, how good was Stacy King and Mookie Blaylock that year? They're great. It was insane. Wish they would have been uh, a little bit better in the championship game, but they were great. Great. You know what? I can't even. I can't their, even their remember. In the I can't even remember one player that played from that Kansas game. Not one. Not one single player. Yeah, they, yeah, they were terrible. Guy, huh? They were terrible that year. <laughs> again, all of their players were horrible. How you do? We haven't talked to you since all this went down the last month. We got a couple of minutes here. How you dealing? I. We haven't talked to you. We, last I, time we talked to you, Lincoln Riley talked, was the head coach at Oklahoma, and I think we were getting ready to play Bedlam. No, we had talked after Bedlam. After Bedlam, we knew he had quit. Oh, okay. And but we had not hired Brent yet. All right. And it was you, that week? It was that it was week. It was, week. I want to say it was Tuesday. Oh, wow. What a week that was. Oh, it was insane. It was insane. But I will say this. I called it here on the radio along with, I think, a lot of people who said, this is an opportunity for us to be better positioned. If you look at our offensive performance over the last two years, you could not have just hung your hat that we were going to somehow be some terrible offensive team going into the next year. I mean – we are better positioned now than we were November 29th. Brent Venables, his staff, the direction of the program, everything that's gone on in the last six weeks has positioned OU, whether we go to the SEC next year or not, you know, whatever that case is, that, you know, that whole conversation, it doesn't matter. We are better positioned now than we were then. It's all turned out for the good. I, 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 you know, even with the question mark with Caleb Williams, the moves that were made to be, you know, if you were thinking to yourself, oh, well, we're just going to sit back and see what he does. Absolutely not. That Brent Venables does not sound like that kind of guy. He's like, hey, if you're going to go looking, we're going to go looking. We're signing Dylan Gabriel. We're doing this. We're doing that. I, I got to tell you, I am I'm so excited. I cannot wait until football season hits. I cannot wait to see what we do. We're going to be favored to win the Big 12 again. We win the Big 12. We're going to be favored to go to the playoffs again. I will take a Brent Venables coach team over a Lincoln Riley coach team every single day of the week. I'm so fired up. Twice on Sunday. Twice on Saturday. Twice we on play. Saturday. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I'm just, I really am. So it's I'm all turned excited. out for good. I, I can't think of, I mean, the transfer portal's hurt, but it hurts everybody. I think we get cocooned with the transfer portal. Yeah. We get cocooned with, you know, our guys left early. Well, a lot of guys leave early. Mm-hmm. And you know what? At OU, you have got to expect to recruit talent that's going to leave in three years. That's right. You've got to expect to recruit talent that's going to leave in three years. So to have a Perry on Winfrey, I, I hope he, I hope he gets drafted high. I hope he sets a good message for us. Cause you look at like what Mark Andrews has done for us this year in the yeah. league. You look at what CD Lamb continues to do for us in the league. I, we need more OU players in the league. We need them representing the brand. And if that means they have to leave early to do it, God bless them. Let's go. And let's just go get the next guys. Creed Humphrey had it. Heck of a year this year. He's still having a heck of a year. Yeah. I wish Kyler might have done a little better last year. Baker could have done a little better did this year. Did you see year, the but... outfit Trent Williams was wearing Sunday, by the way? Tr- Tyler, did you see the outfit Trent Williams was wearing no. after the game? Oh, my gosh. Look it up on Twitter. 60 pounds of gold, like... uh, whatever all that was, <laughs> whatever the chains were. It looked like – TJ, what did it look like? What? what... It looked like um... – Oh, it, it it honestly looked like a fake outfit, like you would wear as a uh, in a comedy movie that you're stereotyping, like the giant, the Work. biggest puffy jacket I've ever seen, like, like hot these, tub time machine or yes, something like that. Yes, uh, worse, than, <laughs> worse than anything Russell Westbrook's oh, ever worn. What's the character uh, Russell Brand plays? Um, did you find it? Oh uh, man, big uh, puffy Russell jacket. Brand. Yeah, 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 and he plays the rapper. 
and he wears the giant That's puffy jackets and uh, the gold-plated sunglasses. <laughs> That's it's, what it it was tremendous. <laughs> yes, it was. It was tremendous. It, it, it did not look like he got it at. Uh, Kmart, that's for sure. <laughs> no, he definitely no. spent. No, a couple he was of bucks he was Rodeo Drive. Yeah, that's no doubt. All right, we need to take a break. Chris Plank joins us to help wrap up the show. We're live at Brown O'Haver today. Back after this, it's the Plank Show with Chris Plank and Josh Helmer weekdays from nine a.m. till noon on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. <laughs> I get it. At least Chris got it. Okay, you got it too. <laughs> I get it. Now, is there a chance if you guys, if you're just now joining us, uh, TJ has most likely. I'm pretty sure I've got the a victim of an I'm attack. Not today. even joking. That chair snapped, man. The l- only logical explanation I can think of is that this has been a subversive attack by either Kerry Murdoch or Eddie Radosevich, <laughs> somebody at a rival station. <laughs> Has tried to take you out. Obviously, ratings are good for the ref. Things are going well for the ref, and you've been attacked today, TJ. Uh, they did a great job. That, that that could not have been scripted any better if that was their uh, intent. With the the way that my foot caught, whiplashed me back up, and then bam, straight back down on my head on this. This floor is not uh, soft either. It's nope. concrete under a thin layer of. I don't know what. I don't even know if you classify this as carpet. So. Um, I am history a bit woozy right now. <laughs> history has shown that you're a bit of a tender human being. You <laughs> I showed Chris easily. some of my injuries. I showed him my ankle. Hospitalized for occasions. Is he okay, Chris? Is he okay in there? We're going to get him taken care of, but I'll tell you what. Uh, if what happened to him happened to me, I probably would have gone home and just laid in bed. I would have claimed the man flu. That and, and by the way, I'm surprised he's not walking with a limp because that um, abrasion, I he think, is a term. It looks like it hurts on the uh, on the actual. It's stinging. It's burning. It, are you right over now. your black eye yet? From running? Yeah, into I the was door actually over the black eye. Yeah, I've got a big scar right man. there, but it's it's gone. You're a mess. I oh am. Hi, Chris. Tiro, how are you, man? Um. I'm good. Are you traveling today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're leaving at uh, about one-ish, I believe, from the LNC, and then off to Morgantown West V for a show on the mountain. Weather? Cold. How's the weather in Morgantown? I looked last night. Oh, I got no it. snow or ice or anything. Well, there's a chance of precipitation uh, tomorrow, and I kind of worry what that precipitation might be. But from it's 26 degrees right now in Morgantown. So tomorrow there's a 60% chance of snow um, with a low of 29. At least we'll be out of there by Friday when the high is 6. So good times Ouch. up in Morgantown. Well, I hope you have a good trip. I hope they keep the uh, ball rolling, man. They're that really playing played well. Great They're, ball. Right yeah, now. I'm excited about it. You know, you don't want to be the guy on the call whenever they lose a game, right? I'm, uh, I'm like 3-0, 4-0 this year, so I feel pretty good. Yeah. Hey, can I bring up something on the Jesse Newell story that you were talking about earlier Go ahead. with Auburn? Because I don't know. We got um, the KJ's obviously going to kick off the show, so I don't know how much we'll get to it. I bet that infuriates Bill Self because that sure. comes that comes back on Kansas and tier. I, I don't know if I've ever told you guys this story. I'll never forget in Bill's first or second year at Tulsa, and John Hoover, if he's listening, can attest to it. Uh, they had a 
front page story in the Tulsa world that had a, a Tulsa player that was like this beast and this ORU player that was this little miniature person. And the whole idea was uh, Tulsa overshadowing ORU. And ORU won on like a last second. It bounced off the rim five times and it went in. And I'm not kidding you, Toby. Bill Self made a beeline to press row uh, after everything had kind of settled down a bit in the celebration. And he let the Tulsa World guys have it. Now, again, we're going back – you know, 18, 19 years, but I'm willing to bet that those types of things still frustrate him because Jesse Newell, right, writes for the star, but who does he cover? He covers yeah. the Jayhawks, so that He's comes back. That's right. That comes back on Kansas, which it's fascinating that you can somehow defend a team getting dropped to ninth when they picked up two huge road wins. I, I don't get yeah. it. I don't get it. But I bet Coach Self is hot today about that. Nah, it's silly, and it doesn't matter. It's no. an AP poll in the middle of the year. But Auburn was looking forward to being ranked number one, and they thought they were going to be number one. And they got 11 more first-place votes than Gonzaga, and they were number two, which they were like, wait a second. That, that didn't make any sense. So somebody started <laughs> diving into the votes, and they found they found Jesse Newell – and, uh, yeah, I'm sure life hadn't been a lot of fun for Jesse. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm just uh, – hours. I know we're not the wagering type, but I'm willing to bet that that's not a happy Kansas basketball office today. Oh, hey, who knows? Maybe Coach Self is listening this morning. Hey, right? Coach. Him? Yeah, I'm sure he is. Hey, I'm Nor- sure he is. Norm Roberts was at my wedding. First one. Hey, Norm. Hey, Norm. What's up, Coach? But, yeah, that'll be fun tonight. I'm excited for you. I can't wait to get uh, – we land in Morgantown in plenty of time. The girls usually – I have the game on during their uh, team meal, so I'm excited to watch. And uh, and since I'm on the road and I don't have kids asking to change the channel a thousand times, not only do I get to watch Toby, but I get to sync up and listen to you and catch. Nice. So it's a good night Attaboy. for me. Way to be a team player. That's what I'm here I for. Appreciate That's that. what I appreciate. Now i got to take care of uh, getting an ice pack, some uh, Anison, some water for TJ and make sure he's okay. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. You go lay him down somewhere. He's uh, <laughs> he's not exactly – he likes to dress like Yellowstone, but he's not that tough. So let's make sure we take care of him, okay? Like have a good show today, Chris. Toby, have a great day. Good to hear you, Brown O'Haver, man. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you. Thanks to Parker Thune for joining us this morning. Thank you to John and Alice and the fine folks at Brown O'Haver for hosting us today. If you think they may be able to help you, give them a call, 405-735-5510. Have a great Tuesday, everybody.